What's up, Buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Not as much, because the G1's over. Right. We'll tell you about the finals later. But first, Monday Night Raw, brother, brother. As always. As always. As always. Mm hmm. Um. I have no, like, fuck Monday Night Raw. What? Fuck Monday Night Raw. Uh, like in the R, I guess. Sure, why not? That would be the most comfortable. Yeah. Like the the A would be because it's like a triangle. That would That's hurt. true. That would probably hurt a little bit. Like the but the circle too in pointy. the the circle in the R maybe mm -hmm. I guess. Right. Um. So we started off. Oh, with no, the uh, W. Huh? The W. Just kind of like rubbing and the wedge. Wham. Right. Uh, yeah, but if you go far too far to the left, you're stabbing yourself on that point. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> worth it just to say you fucked a W yes <laughs> um okay <laughs> so we start off with Alexa Bliss in the ring as always and she says Monday Night Raw he's here let him in and they did and they did and the fiend comes to the ring and then the retributions music hits mm -hmm. and then they both disappear as in The Fiend and Alexa Bliss. Hooray! And the Retributions is just there. Right. Holding their dicks. Why not? And the Hurt Business come out. And we're going to get a match. And guess what? Fucking Hurt Business won. I did hear this. That makes sense. It totally makes sense. And then... Fuck the Retribution. After that, The Fiend comes back out and beats the shit out of all of them. That's what the fiend does. Yeah, but I mean, it is dumb that they were already just—they're done with retribution. Yeah, they're just I don't know. Getting the shit kicked out of them now right. in matches. Yeah, I don't. I don't get it. That's how they're gonna win. Take over WWE and destroy it it's by losing to the Hurt Business, man. Right. Hurt Locker. The Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker business. Right. Anyways, um, AJ. Oh, this was good though. AJ Styles came to the ring with that Jordan dude, like the really tall black guy. Yeah, yeah. I saw pictures of those guys. That dude's huge. Like they look badass together. Mm -hmm. um, but Sean Diesel. Yeah. AJ and Jason. Yeah, it's it it's worked so many times mm -hmm. that I get it. Um, but yeah. So, oh, who do you think? Oh, this was the the. The execution was good. The person involved was bad. Okay. So Matt Riddle comes to the ring, and we're going to get a match between AJ and Matt Riddle. Sweet. And Matt Riddle ends up losing. Right. Which is stupid. That's why Matt Riddle shouldn't have been put in this spot. But the way they did it was cool, because, like, this Jordan dude would not leave the ring. Oh. And, like... Uh, the ref keeps like begging him. He's like, "Dude, I'm just trying to do my job. Like, please just, just get out of the ring. Just leave the ring. Like, you can do whatever you want after the match is over. But like right now, I need you to go." <laughs> and yeah, and AJ and he's asking AJ like, "Dude, he he came here with you, right? You get him to leave. Control this man." And AJ can't control yeah, the man. He couldn't. And he finally left. But like, there was a dis there was a distraction. I used air quotes there. Right. Like, basically, the Jordan 
like riddle saw the Jordan dude and got scared and AJ had, and fell back into like the Styles clash and whatever. Fair enough. And lost. And lost. So sweet. That happened. Um, Charlie Caruso interviews McIntyre. Okay. Yeah. About Hell in a Cell. Yes, he's gonna have a match that there again. Yeah. Right. Um. And then, <clears throat> oh, if you remember, but last week, Buds Lana is our new number one contender for the women's championship. So we're gonna get that match next. Oh, okay. And Oscar she loses. versus Lana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She lost pretty quickly too. Lana got Oscar very Lock. little on the. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oscar Lock. Tapped out. Fuck. Um, right. And then. And then. Nia Jax music hits. Oh. And she attacks Asuka. And then Shayna grabs Baszler. And for the. Shayna grabs Baszler? No, Shayna grabs Lana. Lana. Sorry. And for the fifth week in a row. For the fifth week in a row. Lana goes through a table. Yes. Again. And then. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking ridiculous. It is. Whatever. It is. Whatever. And then Asuka kind of saves her, though. Oh, okay. So that was cool. Now they're going to be friends. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And then, like... I don't even know. Like, they, there was a fatal four-way. A bunch of women's tag teams that don't make any fucking sense came out. Cool. Uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke are a team. That makes sense. Riot Squad is back. Well, they're still a team. That's And then, the dumbest fucking thing. Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans are teaming up right now. It's good like, that they broke Peyton Royce out of a tag team to team her up with somebody else who's right. not her tag team partner who she right. doesn't have chemistry with. Right. And, like... Who don't make sense together. No. And, like, they were teasing that, like, they were kind of put just put together and they're that's just going to be the feud is those two against each other. That's stupid. But still. That's the best they could think of to start a feud between them is let's pull in team to this match. Yeah. And then the tag team champions won. So that shows that, like... All these other teams suck. Right. So who... Yeah. And then there's no contenders. Like, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> oh, so this was actually pretty fucking excellent. Um, Elias performed a concert next. Okay. And the song was actually, like, really good. They per- they let him do the whole song. Oh, that's unusual. <clears throat> and it was... Yeah. It was really good. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff So Hardy. he's a face again? No. Oh. No, he's still a heel. He's a heel who just plays good songs. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's a good song. I'm on with it. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, but then Jeff Hardy showed up, and they're going to have a match at the pay-per-view. Okay. So. Let's do it. Um, Ms. Morrison are backstage talking about Lars Sullivan for some reason, and then talking about... Otis's contract, and then Tucker comes up, and uh, <laughs> they said, "Oh yeah, they said uh, Tucker, if you can, or we will face you tonight, but if you can find a partner, since Otis isn't on the show anymore, mm-hmm. so, or with you anymore, and he will. I did see his partner. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. So, okay. um, New Day are in the ring." And Seamus interrupts. Oh, uh, that's right. Biggie, yeah. 
if you remember, Biggie's on SmackDown now, so this was obviously just Xavier and Kofi. Mm-hmm. And then Sheamus interrupts, and we're going to get a uh, <coughs> Kofi versus Sheamus match. Okay. And it was kind of cool, though. Biggie was there on the screen watching, so that was neat. He's there in spirit. Right. And this was actually a pretty fun match. Um, I can imagine. With Kofi picking up the win. Nice. One thing I did like <coughs> was Xavier's brilliant. Yes. I love Xavier. I agree. Um, because, you know, he was seconding Kofi. Yeah. From his ringside. And then, like, Joe was talking shit or someone was talking shit on commentary. And Xavier's like, he can, like, he can hear you, like, right there. Like, <laughs> talking to Joe. That's great. And, you know, no one does that. Right. And it's like. It's rare. Right. And it's, you know, because you could say when, when there was a crowd. You had a justification because right. it's loud in there. Right. It would I've been to wrestling in. shows before. It's hard. I've never heard the announcers at a wrestling show. No. I did once, and I was, like, pretty close behind them. Right. So, um, but, yeah. Because, like, even, well, yeah. I've been to local shows <clears throat> and been, like, three rows in front of the announcers and couldn't hear the announcers. No. So. Oh, yeah. We had MJF commentating behind us, and we barely heard him. Mm-hmm. That's MJF. That's MJF. <clears throat> um. But yeah, but with the empty arena, you know, it makes more sense that he could hear him. Right. He's right there. He's right there. Right. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, I, I think the people at home are only hearing the crowd things that they're piping in. Right. So I doubt that's happening in the arena. It I don't might know. be, though. It might be. It would, I wouldn't put it past him. Right. But I don't know. But yeah, anyway, that was really good by Xavier. I like that. So. Um... Oh, Mustafa Ali in Retribution or backstage, and he says, yeah, remember that hacker on SmackDown? That was me, basically. That's yeah. But at least they did tie that together, so... But that's all they did to tie it together, was always me, and that's the end of it? Yeah. That kind of sucks. Right. I was hoping it was going to play in. And... It might still. I, I don't know. They have one last chance at Hell in a Cell to save this they have to do something where they beat the fuck out of something someone horribly inside that cell like it means something right and that person has to be gone for a while they can't right. just show up like AJ did after the Undertaker came <coughs> right like they could uh yeah I don't know they're, they're gonna Sasha and Bailey. I just they're gonna fuck it up oh I know they've already pretty much fucked it up so um, oh, Titus O'Neil tried to join the Hurt Business. Okay. And they're like, nope. And they beat him up. Good. Mm-hmm. Get out of Hurt Locker, Titus. Um, it's not your locker. Miz and Morrison are in the ring. Tucker comes out and uh, says he's got his... His tag partner. His tag partner. Yes, sir. And it is the uh, infamous El Gran Gordo. Mm-hmm. Um, so fucking good. It was good. Yeah. Out uh, comes Otis in pink tights right. and a pink mask. Yeah. And he and his uh, money and in the box a, lunchbox. Yeah. And he had a cape. Too. And a cape. Yes. And it was. And he was El Gran Gordo. And he was. Which yeah. for you English speaking people out there means the great fat. The great fat. So there yeah. you go. Um. The great fat. Yeah. And they wrestled. Oh, it was just it was hilarious. But they yeah they did wrestle. Um, and Tucker and Al Grand Gordo pick up the win mm-hmm. with the Vader bomb. Yeah. Caterpillar and Vader bomb. Yeah. Vader so, bomb. 
we got a fire, 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 firefly fun house. There you go. Next. Um, yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot. Mandy Rose also gave El Gran Gordo a ham at the end of the. Uh, that's a that's a kingly gift. Danced, yeah. A whole fucking ham. Yeah, that's a kingly gift. Right. I like it. Uh, yeah. So Firefly Funhouse is next, and basically they introduced Alexa at the Funhouse. Okay. When she showed up. Yeah. So. Yeah. I saw the I saw the clip, but mm-hmm. didn't have sound. So. Yeah. 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 She's but, good at smiling and waving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I, she like, fits this in. is so much fun. Yeah. And I bet you she's having a blast. Probably. Like, she loves that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. Um, For sure. Mm-hmm. We got Braun Strowman versus Keith Lee next. Keith Lee. And Braun Strowman. So Keith Lee went for, like, a powerbomb, and he was trying to pick Braun up, and Braun just, like, lifted his head real quick and got him in the nuts. And then big boot for the win. Nice. Like... At least if he would have done the the nut shot and the running power slam, it would have been at least a little bit better. Because right. Because fucking big boot. Who loses the fucking big boot in 2020? Right. Like, I had this for news and rumors, but <clears throat> Keith Lee is rumored to be in the studio recording <clears throat> lyrics for his new song, so yeah, that that's pretty cool. dope. Yeah, I just... I got that to look forward to. Too bad everything else they're doing with Keith Lee kind of sucks right now. <clears throat> yeah. Told you. Um... And then Orton comes out. He gets in the cell, cuts a promo. McIntyre comes out. He couldn't get in the cell. And then he gets belt cutters and gets in the cell with Randy Orton holding a chair. And then the ending, it just stopped. I thought that all was done. That, yeah, that just stopped. Like, you you killed the gimmick before we even get to the show by having Randy Orton bolt cutter his way through. Like, now anybody right. can get into a fucking hell in a cell. Right. Like, you've already shown that, so you killed the gimmick. Mm-hmm. And then you go off the air with it and just staring each other down. Like, what the fuck? Right. Fucking dumb. If you're not going to pay it off, don't fucking do it. Yeah. But and that's it. They don't pay it off. Yeah. And then, but they, yeah, they did that, and then the show just ended. Like, right. What the fuck? Yeah, that's Monday Night Raw for you, though, yeah. brother, brother. Now I'll take us on Impact, which ones, neither of us honestly watched Impact this week. No. But what I did watch was Impact's Talking Shop Keg Stop special, featuring the Good Brothers, along with Rocky Romero, and a handful of special guests. Nice. It was it was funny, it was stupid and fucking mm-hmm. awful and great and yeah. amazing. And I hated every second of it and was like, what the fuck am I watching? And right. loved it. And... I'm guessing it was pretty much what, just a promo to try to sell Target Shop of Mania um, to. They didn't really push it as much as I expected them oh, to really? push it for mm-hmm. the hour. It was just them being fucking drinking and being goofy. Huh. And not being allowed to drink, but yeah. drinking anyways. And yeah. It's just... Uh, might have to watch it. When I get it home. was. It's worth the watch. It really yeah. is. It's not that's just like an hour long advertisement like I thought it was going right. to be. Yeah. But at the same time, it also got me even more stoked to watch the actual second pay per view. Right. So, which with, is well, a couple weeks away. Yeah, we're getting close here. November with that 12th. though, we'll move on to the Ring of Honor Pure Tournament. Yeah. Um, 
So first off, before any matches, EC3 finally arrived arrive live okay. in Ring of Honor. So he's there. Nice. He's gonna fuck some shit up. Same narrative, just uh, control your narrative character that we've seen in Impact. So yeah. that's pretty cool. <clears throat> but for as far as the matches, uh, in the A block this week, we had Fred Yehi taking on Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Nice. With Tracy Williams picking up the victory there. Nice. I'm torn on that one. And then nice. in the B block, we had Josh Woods taking on PJ Black. And Josh Woods actually advances uh-huh. to the title tournament there in the B block. That kind of surprised me. So in the A block, we're going to have, in the A block finals, we've got Jay Lethal versus Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. And in the B block finals, we have Jonathan Gresham versus Josh Woods. I and want, I, want, I, I want Gresham and Hot, hot Sauce. I do too, but I'm pretty sure the whole match has been, or the whole tournament's been. Lethal and Gresham are tag champions in uh, Ring of Honor, and the whole story from the beginning has been like after every match or before, Lethal's been like, "We're the best, and we're going to win this." But Gresham never mentions his tag team partner. He only talks about himself and yeah. how he's going to win it. Nice. So I, I think that's the story that they're telling oh, with the okay. tournament here. But we'll see. So, um, Josh Woods has been super impressive for a guy I've never heard of previous yeah. to this. Nice. He was unknown to me. As was Yehi, um I would have liked to see him go farther, but tra- I've been pulling for Tracy since the beginning of the yeah. tournament. So right. Exactly. So, yeah, next week we'll have each block finals to see who's going on to the championship. Cool. With that, move on to AEW Dark. As always, we'll go through the card here and... Hey, who won the matches? Sean Spears took on Christopher Daniels to Sean. start the show. I'm guessing Sean Spears won? He did. Nice. Brandy Rhodes took on Kylan King. Brandy won? Yep. Um, during this match, uh, um, Johnny came down. Okay. And was trying to get on a shot of Brandy. Gotcha. Um, which he did. he did. Yeah. I still haven't got to watch it. I haven't either. Like, it's, it's on my list. But. I've never watched any episode of a shot with I watched the one with MJ. That's the one I almost watched and then didn't. Yeah, I did watch that one. Uh-huh. Um, Ricky Starks took on David Ali. And he won, too. Yep. Scorpio Sky got, took on Fuego Del Sol. Yeah, poor Fuego Del Sol lost. Yeah. It's okay. It happens. Uh, yeah. And then... You can't win them um, it's all right. He got invited back for next week. I saw that because he won in the Gator Golf Tournament. Yeah. 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 Him coming back was on the line, too. Cause Which technically means he'll be back for two more weeks. Yep. So. I think. Is it? No. Right. Someone else. Someone else got signed this week. It's not for you. So. Fair enough. But uh, Luchasaurus took on Aaron Solo. And Luchasaurus won. Mm-hmm. The Butcher and the Blade took on Brian Pillman Jr. and Griff Garrison. Who the fuck's that? Who the fuck are these guys they keep teaming Brian Pillman Jr. up with? I never heard of any of these dudes. I know. Or regardless, they lost to Butcher and Blade. Yeah. And then I think Pillman can get a permanent tag team partner one of these days. Like maybe somebody we've all heard of. Yeah, that would help. Yeah. Uh, Pentagon Jr. took on QT Marshall. And Pentagon won. Yep. Pentagon L0N. Uh, Jungle Boy. I just like saying it because it's fucking ridiculous. Jungle Boy took on KTB. And Jungle Boy won. Yeah. But KTB looked really good. Okay. Impressed. Fair Um, enough. Diamante and Evelise took on Kenzie Page and Skylar Moore. And Diamante won. Yes. And Colt took on Bishop King. And Colt won. Yep. 
And Alan Angels took on Adam Priest. And Alan Angels won. Yeah. And Frankie Kazarian took on Jack Evans. And Kaz won. Yep. I saw this match. Yep. And then the Dark Order, which was Alex Reynolds, John Silver, Preston Vance, took on Baron Black, D3, and Louis Val. Dark Order won. Yes, I saw that match, too. Yeah. And then Wardlow took on Vinny Pacifico. Wardlow won? I saw this match too. Yeah, he made short work. Yeah, we watched the rest of it. Yeah, we watched the rest of it together. Uh, Matt Seidel took on Sean Dean. Matt Seidel won. Yep. And Phoenix took on Sunny Kiss. And Phoenix won. Yep. That was it. With that, we move on to AEW Dynamite. Yep. Creeper, Creeper. Creeper, Creeper. Um, so, yeah, this week we're getting all the matches for the world tag team or the world title. Uh, First round Tournament. matches. Yeah, all the first round first matches. First round matches. And we start off yeah, with one of those, which is Jungle Boy versus Wardlow. Mm-hmm. This made Wardlow look really good. This whole match was great, actually. I really like this. this. It was. was. A good just, opening like, match. To me, this was the most Wardlow's impressed me, like, in the ring since he's been here. Mm-hmm. And he picked up the victory as mm-hmm. well over Jungle Boy, moving on to the second round of the tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did we go right into the next match? Or no, there we had the video package. I couldn't of, remember which order those two went in. Of what uh, went off the air, or what happened after it went off the air last week. With Eddie Kingston. You, yeah, because Eddie Kingston and John Moxley had Moxley down. Mm-hmm. We are going to get um, an I Quit match between the two of them at full gear. Yes, for the AEW so, Championship. God, I hope Eddie wins. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. Yeah, um, me too. And then Moxley cut a promo. Which was really good as well. Yeah, about Kingston. I actually went back and watched it a second time. It's really good. Yeah. He's good on the mic, though. I've always liked Moxley on the mic. Yeah, he's just better not scripted. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, because I remember... Well, and his strength's definitely in his promo and his character more than in his in-ring abilities. Right. Right. And, like, I remember... Not that he's bad, but... No. But I remember showing you, like, back in the day, back in the day... When I first got you into it, like the old John Moxley promos from before the he was Dean and Ambrose, shit. right? And unhinged because we've had this conversation, yeah, eight six years ago. <laughs> it's just amazing that like when they let the guys in WWE go, they get themselves over on promos and they can't figure out the formulas. Let guys get themselves over with their fucking promos. If they fail, that's their fault. Like, well, like Jay Uso had a, a I saw that this week that. I had that for news um, and rumors, okay. but he said just yeah. that. Like, now they're letting us just do our own stuff right. and say what we want to say because right. they trust us, and it's great. I'm like, that's good. Yeah. You don't suck on the microphone anymore, Uso. It just takes a lot to earn Vince's trust. Apparently so these days. So, I don't know. Um, when he's scripting Chris Jericho. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think he got scripted this week, though. Well, this week's different. We'll get there. <laughs> um... But then we had the second match of the mm-hmm. tournament, which was Sonny Kiss replacing Joey Janela, who unfortunately was exposed to COVID at an yep. indie show at some point. Yep. Uh, so opted out. Uh, taking on Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. And the bell rang. They shook hands. They circled. V-Trigger, one-way yep. angel, one, two, three. Omega wins. Yep. Then he helps Kiss up and shakes his hand and hugs him and celebrates with him and leaves. Yep. It was fucking mm-hmm. great. And I fucking called it. You did. I did. You right did. Before, you called right, it. Yep. Right before and I was like, match. no, they already took too long to do it. 
there was the knee, there was the <laughs> yeah. trigger, and right into it. I was yeah. like, motherfucker. The only part I didn't call was them like squaring off for so long. Mm-hmm. Like that was it. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be faster if they were gonna do it, but no, they no. didn't. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It was it was what Kenny needed at this mm-hmm. point. So, um, let's see. Oh, Tony Schiavone did an interview with Orange Cassidy, um, which was. One line, right from Cassidy, because yeah. that's what Cassidy does. Right. Yeah, um, and then Cody gets interviewed by Dasha, mm-hmm. and um, true story. Yeah, they said that they were hearing rumors of stipulation, and this was like the biggest heel tease Cody's done to date. Like, just kind of being a dick about it. Like, right? Look, the rules. Of the, I don't make you know the rules of the match are twenty minutes. He couldn't beat me. Champion's advantage. Yep. Why does he deserve a rematch? Like, that's the rules of the match. So. I see his point. But yeah. Yeah. And then she asked him, like, why he gained weight. And uh, he's like, well, I'm beating all these big guys. So I think I thought I'd just go all in. And- Arn's like, he got swoped. <laughs> and I'm like, Arn, you should not talk like that, man. No. <laughs> it's not befitting of Arn Anderson to say swoped. Very. Um. Kingston cuts another fucking fire promo. Next. That's what he does, man. Yeah. Like, he got over Penna and Phoenix mm-hmm. about their match coming up and how one of them are going to be the world champion yeah. and the Butcher and Blade are going to take out FTR. True story. And, uh, yeah. And then um, that he's going to beat Moxley. So. And next, probably the match of the week, uh, Ray Phoenix versus Penta El Cero M. Yeah, Freaking this was a really good match. Phoenix um, picked up the victory. Yeah. However, he's being replaced in the tournament by Penta because he right. also got hurt in this match yeah. and isn't going to be able to wrestle yeah. the rest of the tournament. It was bad. Like, you could tell right. in his days after because it was on that spot where he kind of landed on his neck after the... It was just like the hurricane runner. Yeah. head scissors off the top rope. Off the top rope, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So yeah, we'll get Penna versus Kenny. Yep. Next week then. <clears throat> so, and then um, we got oh uh, Marvez interviewed Colt and the, some of the Dark Order people. Yes. And John Silver is just being John Silver. He's a gem. Like yeah, he's the best. Um, yeah. The best. The best. The best. Oh, and then they announced that they're going to be ringside for the Orange Cassidy versus Cody match next week. Yes, which then pretty much gets almost immediately announced to be a uh, fucking lumberjack match to make sure that the Dark Order don't interfere. Yeah, nice. So there you go. Yep. Uh, And then we got our last first round match for the tournament. Cole Cabana taking on Hangman Adam Page. Yes. And, yeah, this was pretty good. Hangman even uh, kicked out of the Superman roll-up, and no one's kicked out of that yet. So Yeah, I think that was the first time in AEW. <coughs> yeah. So. Hangman ended up pulling it out with the buckshot mm-hmm. lariat. Picks up the one, two, three. Yep. He'll move on to the second round. Yep, to take on Wardlow. To take on Wardlow mm-hmm. in the semifinals over yep. in the B-block. Yep. And I don't think he's winning. I'm, I'm, I don't know what they're doing here. I will see. I'm curious. I'm really curious about this next match. Right. Yeah, it makes it interesting. I know Omega's winning. It's this one I don't know about. 
I don't know if Wardlow's moving forward or if I'm at, or if Hangman's moving. Right. I can yeah, see I him doing know. either. So right. I don't, it depends. I guess it just depends how long they want to play this story. Mm-hmm. Out, you know? Hopefully long. Right. I'm, if it's super long, he loses. I still think it's long. Right. I think this is all in next year. Hopefully. Like long when Hangman finally wins. It's all out now. But. It was only all in the first time. Whatever. Um, no, they're going to do it one, two, one. All in, all out, all out, all in. And then two more all outs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. One, um, two, three, one, two, three. One, yeah. Three. That's how it's going to work. Anyway. Uh, Team Taz comes out next. Okay. Um, and Taz was like, hey, Will, still waiting to hear from you. And then Ricky cuts a promo on Darby Allen. Yeah, fuck Darby Allen. Ricky's so fucking good, too. He is. I I kind of want Ricky to win. Yeah, I liked when he called him a half face painted little bitch. Mm. That was pretty good. Yeah. He's uh, excellent, though. You're watching, and Taz is talking, but. Like, Starks mm. is telling the story with his fucking facials and his body language mm. and shit. He's a yeah. fucking star. He is. Um, all right. Chris, next, we will get, like, dinner debonair. Uh, Chris Jericho and MJF um, are at a restaurant, apparently. It and starts off as a comedy segment, right? right? They're, like, ordering their steaks and being yeah. the ultimate hill or MJF orders mm. a fucking ruined, well-done steak. Yeah. And then... So then Jericho one-ups him and gets it medium well, and then, you know, MJF's like, strike that, I want mine, medium, and they keep going back and forth until, basically, Jericho says he wants it blue, bloody, dripping, whatever. Right. And so the waitress leaves, and he's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, you've been rude to everybody, you haven't said anything. And then they do a song and dance. Yeah. About how they're together. And yeah, and their shadow, yeah, MJF's gonna be Jericho's shadow, and we're, yeah. I don't know. I mean, like... It, like it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. No. And, but it wasn't like... Yeah, a lot of people really fucking loved it. Yeah. And I'm like, it was okay. But I think it would have been better if the song was funnier and fit them more. And not just like a serious... Like, it felt almost too serious of a musical number. Yeah. Like, I would have wanted... I don't know. It should have been goofier if they were going right. to do it. Right. Yeah. MJF can fucking sing, though. I didn't know. Dude, yes. he, he was better than Jericho, and Jericho's the lead singer in a fucking rock band with right. number one hits. Well, he said he was, like, two-time state champion. MJF says a lot tenor. of stuff, dude. Yeah, but a lot of it's... Well, he was uh, on fucking Ellen or some shit, or Oprah or some shit, for his singing when he was a kid. I forgot about that. At, like, that. five years old. I forgot about that. Yeah, dude. Crazy shit. <coughs> yeah. Fucking MJF, man. He's like classically trained or some shit. I don't know. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, with Rebel by her side, uh, taking on Kylan King. Yeah, this was a pretty quick victory yeah. for Britt. Yeah. I liked um, Tony getting pissed at himself for calling Rebel Reba yeah. so many times. It was hilarious. It was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Britt, Britt wins with the lockjaw pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Puts her glove on first though, so which is pink this week. She's got pink gloves now. Yeah. Um, and then we got the most like weird out of nowhere segment yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh, Darby Allen is with Stevo um, from Jackass, 
and like they talk for a second and then Darby just puts himself in a body bag and drops himself like off a off skateboard you ramp you write pipe or whatever yeah and roll down it yeah and that was it and that was it <laughs> like I don't know yeah they're they're overdoing it with Darby yeah they've they dropped the ball with him yeah I don't know what's well he keeps getting hurting himself because he doesn't fucking slow down yeah and that's been the problem like he just he keeps hurting himself so you get him one week and then he's gone for a month and you get him one week and he's then he's gone. gone for a month like yeah he needs to slow down um all right, main event. Main event. There's a lot going on here. So, first, it is the AEW Tag Team Titles. Yes. Number one contender for mm-hmm. the four-way. It is. It's the Young Bucks private party. And... Oh, why is this? The Beaver Boys? The Beaver Is that what they're calling themselves? I don't know. But anyway, the Dark Order guys. Yes. But this here says the Beaver Boys, which okay. is hilarious. Anyway... Yeah, Reynolds and Silver from the Dark Order. Right. And the Young Bucks. And then the Butcher and the Blade. Yes. And um, Butcher and the Blade, Allie is now back with them. Yes. Which happened on Dark. Forgot to mention that. But yeah, because like, <clears throat> this King's King, Kingston came out with Allie on Dark. And she came back to the family because she's married to... The Blade. The Blade. Yes. <coughs> yeah, for real, he's married to the blood. Right, yeah, right. And now she's the bunny again. But yeah, she's and she's back with it. So, mm-hmm. um, which is a better fit for her than with QT? I just wish they would have done a story with it. Like, why the mm-hmm. fuck was she with QT in the first place? What was the point of all that shit? Right. Was it just for her and Brandy to win that fucking tag team tournament? Was that what all this was to about? Go to it, I think so. How come everything with Brandy just falls apart story wise? And if it's gonna keep happening, then let's quit putting Brandy in stories yeah. because right. like. That's the one thing you guys are doing well is you're not fucking your stories up except with women. Right. Like, I don't know why they can't get it together with their women's division. No, like, they have done even close to right as Brit. Right. And, and like, but it's not Sheeta's fault. Like, she yeah. needs a good fucking opponent. Yeah. And the only one they've got for is Brit. And I get why they don't want to pull the trigger on that yet. Yeah. But they need more women's talent. Bad. They do. I'm tired of seeing Sheeta in the crowd all the time. Right. It's ridiculous. It's been all the champions, yeah. not just her. Right. Um, yeah, the women's champion, too. Um, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah, the women's champion specifically. But anyway, this was a fantastic main event. Um, as we would, And then, yeah, uh, the Young Bucks end up... They do pick up the victory at the end there, yeah. So it'll be Young Bucks versus FTR, full yeah. gear. In which the finish was cool, and I didn't think, or I just saw it um, later... But the finish of the tag team tournament for the championships, they uh, the Young Bucks lost to Private Party from a roll-up. Mm-hmm. And the finish to this was Private Party, same exact roll-up. Right. Only, uh, I can't remember, was it Matt or Nick? Matt, I think. I think it was Matt. But he reversed it and got the win. Yep. So, like, that was pretty cool. That was cool. That See, when you use roll-ups properly... <laughs> they mean something. Exactly. That's how you use one properly. Yeah. WWE does it properly from time to time. It's just they also use it so many other times that when they do it properly, it don't right. mean shit. Right. Yeah, good. Solid episode then, of Dynamite. Uh, yeah, and then after the match, FTR come to the ring with some beers. Yeah. And try to give them to the Jacksons. And they, they smack them out their hands, yeah. And some mask guy... and. So, like, all right, either I'm 
<laughs> a gullible as shit and a huge mark, or Tully did a really good job. I think I'm just gullible as shit, but... Because you were saying it was Tully the whole time. Right. Everyone I've seen was like, that was obviously Tully. <laughs> and I'm like... Dude, no, it's not. That, that is totally not Tully. He is moving way too well for a 60-year-old man, like... And it was fucking Tully, was but Tully. Tully comes and hits him with like a chair or something. And Good solid like, chair shots, one off the yeah. middle rope, and right. Yeah, it was fantastic. that was the thing. I was like, no, but yeah, and he beat, they beat the shit out of the Jacksons, and yeah, Tully pulls the mask off, and that was the end of Dynamite. Yeah, it was yeah. a good show. Mm-hmm. And with that, we'll move on to NXT, cousin, cousin. Yeah, I uh, didn't watch again. I didn't week. either. We started off with Kushida taking on Velveteen Dream, taking on Tommaso. Chandler. I take that back. I did watch a match. Not this okay. one, though. I heard this was a good match. Kushida yeah. picked up the victory here. Yeah. I heard that a lot of this match was apparently just Ciampa beating the fuck out of Dream. Nice. I, a large portion of the match was just Dream just fucking selling for Ciampa, apparently. Good. So, I don't know. <coughs> fuck him. Um, but yeah, Kushida picks up the win over Ciampa. Too. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah. I'm hoping they're setting up something with Ciampa and Kushida. Yeah. Let Kushida go over cleanly on a takeover or something. Mm, that would be cool. I, I might be wrong, but I personally still think it's a big deal to get a clean win over Ciampa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at what he's done in NXT. Oh, yeah. Um, so. Jesse Kamea took on Ember Moon next. Ember Moon won? Well, yeah. Duh. Um, and then... I don't know who Jesse Kamea is, so that's exactly. how I knew Ember Moon won. Right. Um, Makes sense, though. That's her first bat- match back, and how fucking long? It seems like Ember Moon's been out for almost yeah, two years know, or so now. Something like that. It's forever. It's nuts. Yeah, but as she was celebrating, Dakota attacked her. Okay. And uh, basically, yeah. So we're setting up Kai and Ember Moon, huh? Yeah. That should be fun. Their style so should work well set together. Set that up, and then you can do... I was wondering where they were going to go with them, because they brought Tony back and Ember back at the exact same time, both against EO. I was like, there's no way they're going to do a triple threat right. with two returning people. So this is good. Have her split off with Dakota, let Tony go after the title right now. I think I would have done... fucking total. I think I would have done a little... I think I would put both of them in something different first. Yeah. Like kind of reintroduce them to the audience and let them get their footing and then <coughs> yeah. put them back in because Kai's been working, but Moon hasn't. Right. EO's been working, but Tony hasn't. Right. So. Right. Yeah, let them warm up a little bit. But not against each other. Definitely not. Keep the Ember Moon and Tony apart for a while. That's a fresh, that's a fresh feud that you guys haven't even had a chance right. to even tease ever. Right. So leave that and save that for a big show. Give us Tony and Ember Moon. I bet those two would tear the fuck down, too. I'd watch that. What was next, BJ? I don't know what happened on NXT. Order. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, we're still doing that. (laughs) We're still talking about NXT, man. Sorry. um, (laughs) There's D&D stuff that I'm in charge of. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, Austin Theory uh, took on Bronson Reed next. And Austin Theory lost, and he was like, no, that's bullshit. Um, and, yeah, that he's, like, the future, and Bronson Reed's a bitch, basically. And then he's like, I'm gonna t- uh, I'm not leaving until I beat Bronson Reed. And he ta- takes him on a second time and lost a second time, and then he, ju- he did give up. So, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... 
some backstage stuff with Mackenzie Mitchell and Xylee and Casey Catanzaro. Okay. So I think they're going to face each other, but they're being like kind of nice about it, I guess. Gotcha. Nice-ish. Like backhanded nice-ish. Right. Yeah. Um, Six-man tag team action. Isaiah Swerve Scott, Jake Atlas, and Ashante Adonis uh, teaming up against Legado del Fantasma. Um, Legado del and Fantasma. And Fantasma won again. Right. Can this please be the I did see now? that. I don't know why they won't just end this feud right. if they're not going to give Scott a win somewhere. Right. Just fucking end it. He's please. lost like seven times in a row. Yeah, we fucking get it. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... The Garganos are at their house practicing planning or practicing spinning wheels. Yes. To because they're going to be in the spin the wheel, make the deal, and Johnny gets freaked out because he lands on like a buried alive match. Then he lands on a casket match. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Candace spins a trick or treat street fight, and was excited about that. So, right. Oh, we'll see what it is next week. She gets to trick or treat. Yeah. And it's a street fight. We'll see. Um, yeah. Drake Maverick and Killian Dane took on Everrise. Yes, they did. Next. And um, Everrise ends up picking up the win. Okay. By disqualification. By DQ. Because, yeah. Who the fuck's Everrise again? Is this the. Um, Chase Parker and Matt Martell. Okay. I don't know. Rick Martell, Martell? Uh, it might be. I doubt it. Just wonder. Maybe that's a Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um Yeah. Yeah, they end up using well, Maverick ends up using a chair. Okay. That's what happens. Gotcha. That's how they get the That's DQ. how they get the DQ. Yeah. Um And that made Dane kind of proud of him, I guess. I don't know. Um Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something. Um, Casey Gonzaro took on Zia Lee. Okay. Next. I bet that was actually a pretty decent match. Yeah. I like both those ladies. And Casey Gonzaro ends up picking up the win. Whoa! I did not expect you to say that. Alrighty. Yeah. And then uh, Zia Lee got mad and... Turned you. Um, yeah. Attacked Casey. And then Caden Carter runs in the ring and uh, Zia also attacked her. Right. Um, and then Raquel Gonzalez came in. Boo. I don't like her. I'm not. Attacked I haven't been impressed. No. And then beat up. She Then she beat up everybody, I guess. Oh, nice. So, Fuck em. And she calls out Rhea Ripley for next week. Me too. I so, did too, but Rhea ignored me. Yeah. That's not true. I've only called out Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. and James Ellsworth so far yeah, on the podcast. I do believe. Yeah. So, anyways, sorry. Um, and then? Oh, so we were supposed to have Brizongo. I missed this. This was right before that last match. But Regal announces so Kyle O'Reilly it can't be there tonight um, and can't compete. And so it was supposed to be Undisputed Era versus Brizongo for the championships. Yes. And instead, it's going to be Danny Burch and Orny, Orny Lurkin. Yes. Because only rules. Is that next or is that... That is not next. That's the match I watched in case mm-hmm. you both were wondering was the tag match. We'll get there. Um, yeah. And then Cameron Grimes is 
backstage, I guess he's taking on Loomis next week. And Loomis was just kind of like... Watching him. Watching him. Creepily. Yeah. yeah, I saw some gifts of that. And then Timothy Thatcher's in the ring. Um, doing Thatcher's doing Thatcher's Thatch. Thatch yeah, Thatcher's Thatch can. Just kind of showing <clears> some, <throat> some kid uh, moves and stuff. And then he takes this kid named Anthony in a match. Yes. You know, gets him to submit pretty quickly. Tap the Volker. I don't know. And then, was this our main event? Yeah. Main event. Main event. Tag, tag team, team championships. <laughs> and I watched it because I already knew the outcome. Right. They gave the fucking tag titles to Tony and Danny, guys. Yeah. How the so fuck, great. buds? Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. That's insane. It buds, makes me happy on my If you're insults. listening to this right now, wherever you are, fucking throw them up. One for Oni, because Oni rules. Danny Burch is great. Like Oni does rule. And then Pat McAfee comes out. Oh, because he he interfered. The masked man like interfered or something, and it comes out, and it's fucking Pat McAfee. I'm down with that, though. His match with Adam Cole was good enough that I'm cool with him being back and being on wrestling again. He proved himself worthy. Yeah, and the, here's the thing. The best thing about Pat McAfee is he's a good talker. And guess what Oni and Danny aren't? Like, exactly. So you give them a fucking mouthpiece. Fuck yeah. And Pat McAfee, he's, I mean, you saw with the fucking punt and all that, he's a tough motherfucker, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Just that, that match, match was so fucking good. Right? And it shouldn't have been. It was probably, I mean, I still think it's the best celebrity match ever. Maybe. I would have to rewatch because it's been a few years and I haven't seen it since I've gotten sober. But the only one I think I might be able to put up there is Bam Bam and LT. I was going to say Bam Bam and LT and possibly Stephen Amell. Which one? Hmm. Which Amell? Either. Well, I mean, I guess if we're going debuts, his debut, the tag match. Oh, yeah, that's WWE. true. I guess it would have to be debuts because that is what we're... Yeah. Well, his other one was his singles debut, technically. Yeah. Was that at All In? That's true. Is that where we saw that at? Yeah, that had to yeah, have been All In. All In or All Out. Oh, yeah, that's true. It could have been all out. I didn't even think of that. <coughs> yeah. And that's NXT. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's NXT. With that, we'll move on to SmackDown Live. Sister, sister. Yeah. Um, SmackDown's starting to be... Like, I heard SmackDown was good again good. this week. Yeah, and this I is like three or four weeks in a row. I don't even so. think about it. I was playing video games. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I was doing stuff with the kids so yeah I was uh I was playing No Man's Sky yeah um <clears throat> oh fuck uh well we started off with the Kevin Owens show okay K-K-O-O-O and uh Daniel Bryan is his guest and this was fucking fantastic Bryan was on it so um yeah, Kevin Evans basically said, he's like, well, Daniel Bryan first starts like putting over the Intercontinental Championship okay. and like bringing up the younger stars and things like that, which are great. Agreed. And then, um, uh, Kevin Owens is like, well, you know, for all this time I've been here, I've never been a tag team champion. And, like, how would you like to be in a tag team with me? To Daniel. And Daniel's like, yeah, that would have been a good idea, like, 
a long time ago, but you don't have a really good track record with uh, uh, partners there. That's valid. He's like, but no, no, I already got, like, I even got a name for us already. We'll be Team LKO. And Daniel Ryan's like, um, that would be a tag team with you and Kane. <laughs> like, Kane was the hell part of that. <laughs> like, yeah. That's fantastic. It really was. Is he turning into the new R-Truth? Is that what they're going to do with Kevin Owens? Uh, I don't know. But this was fucking great. And then Ziggler and Rude came out and okay. said, you guys are douchebags. Right. And then Street, Street Profits came out. Yay. And then Nakamura and Cesaro came out. All right. And so we're going to get... And, uh, well, then they brawled. And then Adam Pearce was like, okay, this will be an eight-man tag. Cool. So the Street Profits... Obviously, the faces on one side, the heels on the other. Yeah. Street Profits, Dana Bryan, KO, Nakamura, Cesaro, Cesaro, sorry, mm-hmm. uh, Dolph Ziggler, and, and Bobby, Bobby Roode. Yeah. So. Yep. Yep. Is that main event? And that happened. Nope. Oh. No, it just happened. Oh, yeah. right now. Okay. And the faces lost, I'm going to say. No, they won. Cool. The faces won. Good deal. Uh, with the fucking frog splash. KO? Huh? No, KO? the Ford. Street Okay. Yeah. Dawkins did a spine buster to Cesaro. I don't know why I assumed it was Owens doing the frog splash yeah. and not Montez. His Nobody should the, do a frog splash until Montez retires again. Right. They should be the only person allowed because it's so fucking beautiful. Unless Eddie Guerrero is resurrected. Right. Zombie Eddie Guerrero from the top row. Yeah, I'm down with that. That'd be dope. Uh, Zombie frog splash. Wow. So, tonight, uh, through, well, I'm just going to talk about all of it now. Okay. So, we got Law and Otis throughout this show. Um, it was, it was fantastic. Okay. Like, it shouldn't have been, but it was I'm guessing they so were, good. like, backstage skits? Yeah, it was, it was basically, so, The Miz is suing Otis for the briefcase. Okay. That's not and how that works, but okay. Exactly. Um, but, so Otis is representing himself. Okay. And The Miz and Morrison have a lawyer. And they have opening remarks, and The Miz goes, and he's like, he does his opening remarks and gives all these reasons why Otis shouldn't be, and um, be the winner. And then Otis, oh, JBL's the judge, by the way. Okay. And Ron Simmons is the bailiff. Nice. And, um... They should have taken me the judge, but what are you going to do? No. And, um... Teddy Long was the transcriber. Nice. Yeah. So it was just so good. And then, um, but yeah, and then they ask Otis for his opening remarks, and he's just like, I won the Money in the Bank briefcase ladder match. And that was it. (laughs) And then the Ms. Morrison's lawyer was like, he's got a good argument. (laughs) And then they fire her. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, but basically it keeps going. Rey Mysterio is like a witness on there at some point. Okay. Um, there's, uh, yeah, Oscar uh, because she was in, she won the women's side nice. and she just talks all of her, you know, she talks all in Japanese when asked a question. Right. And... Uh, JBL asked to, or asked, well, you did, this was the reveal of the transcriber. Okay. Like, it's like, did you get all that? He's like, I got every word player. And Teddy Long stands up. And, nice. Yeah. 
which was funny. That is pretty good. Um, and then the ending was, um, yeah, JBL has his verdict, and the Miz is like, "Hold on, I got one more important piece of evidence," and he pulls out a briefcase and. Ron Simmons grabs it, gives it to JBL. JBL opens it. His eyes get really wide. He's like, and then he take closes it, puts it under. It's obviously money. And he's like, um, so after this new evidence, <laughs> uh, what we're going to do is Otis is going to face the Miz at Hell in a Cell. Winner gets the briefcase. Okay, fair enough. I can accept that. Yeah. That's fine. So, I think, yeah, so that's what we're going to have on, on Sunday. Sunday. I imagine Sunday. Otis will probably still win Sunday, don't assume. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. One hand will. We'll see. I'm... We'll get there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so that was that. It was just, it was all a lot of fun. Like, it, you know. Yeah, good times. Good times. Okay, so what else on the show then? Because that was spread out, right? That didn't yeah. all happen back to back Correct. To back. That was like three, I think it was like three different Okay. Segments, three or four different segments. Gotcha. So we're going to rewind a bit and get the other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't want to miss anything. Right. Uh, Bianca Belair um, took on Zelina Vega, and Bianca looked. Strong AF. She needed to. And she should have yeah, crushed Vegas. She did. Pretty handily. Yeah, and she did. Good. Um, and then Kayla interviews Shorty G in the ring. And, um, oh, it's because he didn't get drafted. And he's like, no, I'm done with this. Like, I didn't get drafted. I need to start taking the right steps to, like, quit fucking up. And he, he, got, Shorty he got squashed the fuck by... Yeah, Lars Sullivan. And then Kayla asked how he feels after the match, kind of being a bitch about it. But anyway, um, and Gable was like, I quit. And just walks off. Yep. Um, And then, well, we'll just get, I'll get into that and then we'll come back to what happened. Okay. Because there's Rollins and Mysterio stuff, but we'll... Yeah, let's finish out the finish out the Gable. Yeah. yeah. So, but then Gable um, is backstage with Adam Pierce, and Adam Pierce was like, what was that? You quit? And he's like, Shorty G, or yeah, Shorty G's like, no, I don't quit uh, like wrestling or WWE, but like I quit being Shorty G. I'm done being this. I'm done being punching bag. Like I was, you know, state champion in wrestling, national champion, Olympic champion. Like, you know, I deserve um, better. I deserve better. And he's fucking or, good too. Yeah, and there's only or yeah, he listed all those, and he's like, there's only one man that has all those achievements, and that and his name is Gable, Chad Gable. So nice. I'm ready, willing, and Gable. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then in between that was Aaliyah was backstage with Ray and I wish this would have stayed on roll. I don't yeah. care. I know. I don't care. Um, it actually got a little bit better this week, I guess, but I don't know. Um and then Oh. Sasha comes out with the contract that Bailey refused to sign last week. She's like, Bailey, you need to like come down here and sign this. And so Bailey comes down. She's like, no, I'm going to sign it. Mm-hmm. And Sasha's like, well, I'm going to make you sign it. And so she beats the fuck out of Bailey. Right. And then it ends up like she had her head through the back of the chair, but had it kind of like closed on her neck, but with one arm through so she could still sign the contract. She held her in that until she signed the until contract. Until she signed it. It was, it was pretty fucking good. I'm excited. I really hope. 
Like I'm, if this is gonna this have, is the match I'm most excited right. for in Hell in a Cell. Like if this is gonna have a clean finish, this has to main event. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah. If it's not gonna have a clean finish, I'm okay with it being. I don't think it's on the cards either way, to be honest. But, but I, if yeah, I want it. To. I agree that it should, but I don't I think do it will. Think it should. Yeah. No, I think Roman will. Yeah, me too. Honestly. Yeah, Roman and Noose are gonna main event. Yeah. Um. What else do we have on SmackDown, sister, sister? Oh, uh, I think it just, since we already went through, main event. Then. Main event! Um, well, main event match. Then there's a main event segment. Okay. So, we're getting Seth Rollins versus Murphy. Okay. And Seth Rollins is... I saw a botch from this match this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something to the outside, and Murphy jumped over Seth, I guess. Like, flipped completely over him and just missed him. Yeah. I think it's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't it see looked it. like he hit hard. But Seth ends up picking up the win, and then after the match, he gets a kendo stick and starts beating the fuck out of Murphy. And then, like, backstage, um, Aaliyah's, Aaliyah's Yeah. And she's like, hey, Dad, like, why don't Stop. you go help him? And he's like, no. And like, Dominic. And he's like, no. no. And so she just walks off and goes down to the ring and grabs, uh, um, yeah. Tries to save Murphy. So, and then Dominic finally comes down. And, yeah. So that part, I guess, was pretty okay. Fair enough. Now that Murphy's on, I, I, I like it more now that Murphy's broken up. I mean, all they're doing is almost removing Juliet with like a wrestling twist. But, mm-hmm. Um,. Yeah, so then after that, there's Roman Reigns came down to the ring. Okay. Oh, earlier in the night, Roman was seen sitting at a table, and Paul Heyman gave him food, and he didn't want the food, and he told Paul Heyman to fuck off. Oh. So Roman comes down the ring now, and Jay, well, you think it's Jay, is sitting at the table and cuts this short little promo. But it's Jimmy. And then he pulls the thing down and is like, oh, yeah, it's me, Jimmy. And then Jay shows up behind Roman and actually beats the fuck out of Roman. And leaves and him lying. And leaves him lying. Um, and Smackdown ends. And Smackdown ends. And there it was, sister, yeah. sister. And I'm... That's okay. I'm excited am, for that, too. They're yeah. doing a good job and, with Roman since right. they brought him back. And Roman did announce the stipulation. Okay. More to the stipulation, I guess. So it's a hell of a sell, I quit match. Mm-hmm. And if... If Jay says I quit and doesn't like <clears throat> get into line and follow Roman after this, he's out of the family completely. Fair enough. <clears throat> Actually, him and Jimmy are out, and their whole family, like their wife and he's kids, the and everything. Fuck out the family. They're not allowed in the family. I like it. With that, we'll finish off the wrestling weekly recap with New mm-hmm. Japan Pro Wrestling's G One Climax. Yeah. It's the only thing we hadn't talked about. Um, so we'll just go through everything real quick and then actually talk about the last match. We had uh, tag team uh, Yano, Yoshihashi, Ishii, and Goto versus Doki, El Desperado, Zack Sabre Jr., and Tai Chi. We had uh, Suzuki-Goon picking up the victory there. Um, we had uh, Hiromu Takahashi and Shingo Takaji taking on the team of uh, Kanemaru and Suzuki. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, Suzuki-Goon lost that one. Yeah, me too. Um, with LIJ picking up the victory. Um, 
We had Master Watto, Jeff Cobb, Juice Robinson, and Stupid Sexy Talahashi picking up victory over the team of Guido, Ishimori, Kenta, and Jay White of the uh, Bullet Club fame. Uh, we had Sho and Okada uh, lose a match to Great Okan and Will Ospreay. Nice. Uh, we had Evil and Yojiro Takahashi picking up a victory over Bushi and Tetsuyo Naito. And then in the G1 Climax 30 Finals, the sixth match of the night with no time limit, we had the A-Block winner of Kota Ibushi taking on the B-Block winner, Sonata. And winning with the Kamagoye at 35-21 is Kota Ibushi winning the G1 Climax 30. Mm-hmm. Also, back-to-back wins for Kota Ibushi. Okay, I think right. he takes the title this year. Yeah. He's getting older. He gets dropped on his head seven times a match. If they're going to pull the trigger with him, they need to do it right. quick before he hurts himself and he's done. Um, I'll, I'll be honest, the tag team matches, meh. Uh, right. The Okada... Osprey won. That was fun just because of that dynamic of Osprey mm-hmm. just turning on Okada. You know, the fucking match with Cobb and Rock Juice and Tanahashi and everybody against Bullet Club was alright too. I mean, they are all fine, but there was only the one singles match. That was the only match that mattered. It was the only one that kept my attention the entire duration of the match. Um, so, I mean, you know, it was whatever. So, yeah, that was the G1. And with that, we're going to yeah. move on to number 32, Johnny Mundo. For you newer buds out there, BJ and I have been counting down the top 100 wrestlers uh, of the last decade, yep. ranked by PWI um, on their averages, of their you know their average score, mm-hmm. and then ranked in the top 100. And this week, we're going to cover number 31 and 32. Start off with 32, Johnny Mundo. My match was from 2016. When was yours, BJ? Well, you watched Lucha Underground. Correct. Yes. And it was not the first episode of Lucha Underground. Mine was from February. <clears throat> well, yours was not the first episode of Lucha Underground. That is a true story. Mine was the first so episode you can of Lucha Underground. Doesn't matter. BJ needs to go first. <laughs> That's what I was trying to say. Gotcha. <laughs> I just was trying to get a no out of you. God. No. Anyway. <laughs> Read the cues, Daryl. No. Um. Anyway. <laughs> yes. So I watched Johnny Mundo take on Prince Puma. Or Ricochet for you WWE fans. And Johnny Mundo is uh, Morrison and Nitro and um, Impact. And I think he's got another one. Yeah, I feel like there's another one I'm missing. Anyways. Anyway. um, But yeah, I watched the first. We talked about him on SmackDown. Yeah, on the first thing. And the. So the whole. They announced at the beginning of the show um, that, like, whoever impresses the the owner of this company, the one who's putting on Lucha Underground yeah. the most, at the end of the night, they'll get $100,000. Nice. So, this was the main event. I mean, obviously, there's two huge stars. Um, and I will say, yeah, that's fucking fantastic. Like, John Johnny Mundo's parkour style, you know, mixed with Ricochet's, like, OTT, mm-hmm. uh, fucking flippy shit like it was just fantastic nice. as you would expect um and Mundo does pick up the win and then um after the match the guy comes down with a briefcase but then he has some goons that was like three or four of them that attacked okay and I think it was actually Hernandez 
or maybe Hernandez. I think it was Hernandez, but yeah. I mean, he's been there since the beginning pretty yeah. much, too. But Had been. Right. Um, and he had a couple with him, but they beat him up, so. Um, yeah, she like, this is really fucking hard because, like, He's pretty much had was like the star. Him and Ricochet were the stars on Lucha Underground for the longest time. Mm-hmm. He was the star on Impact for, for the longest right. time. But comparatively, those are nothing. Right. But I don't know. It's really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Right. Um,. Like, can I put him up? I, I don't know if I can... Uh, like, he's going to be in the mix of the top. Yes. I just don't know how far up. Okay. And, yeah. it, I mean, it doesn't, like... It gets difficult with some of these guys because trying right. to figure out who's better than who is not an easy task. No. When we're looking at more tasks at that next week, but yes, we have to reorder next week. But I, I agree, yeah, and I think this this one will have like the most mixing in that we've had so far. Yeah, most likely. You I think I mean? this is where our lists are really going to start to diverge from each other's as well. I have a feeling. Yeah. Um, I watched Johnny Mundo take on Cage from Lucha Underground. Nice. Um, so I thought this was a really good match, but the crowd was pretty quiet through most of it. They were kind of dead after the entrances, which was weird. Um, so, I've never really watched Lucha Underground before. I think I've watched one Lucha Underground match, yeah. and it was flippy shit match. Yeah. This was not a flippy shit match. This yeah. was Johnny Mundo and fucking Brian Cage. Right. And they were telling such a good story, and then they ruined it, in my opinion, mm. But they were setting up future stuff that, as I know, now paid off. But, okay, so the story of the match itself was that Mundo was so much better than Cage in this match. Yeah. And there's Cage couldn't do anything. Like, Mon, Mundo owned the match until he'd fucking showboat. And every time he showboated, mm-hmm. Cage would make a comeback. And then Mundo would get serious again, and he would take <clears throat> control of the match again and knock Cage down. And showboat, and Cage would take advantage, and this went on three or four times through the match. Sorry. Yeah. Allergies are bad, buns. Um, right. And then, just when it looks like Brian Cage is finally going to pick up the victory because Mundo hasn't learned his lesson from showboating, mm-hmm. Taya makes her first appearance at oh, Lucha nice. Underground and brings a lead pipe to the ring. And as she's distracting the ref, fucking Mundo picks up the lead pipe, knocks Brian Cage the fuck, and I mean, he like, tink, you heard it tink on his head. I don't know what the fuck it was made out of, but it didn't give, and it Uh, made a, like, like you would expect, like that thunk, sick thunk sound you would expect from a hollow metal pipe bouncing off somebody's skull. It was fucking dope, and then he wins. So I don't know why they told the whole story of the match just to throw it out with the lead pipe, but it was still, like, up to that point, it was pretty dope. Um, Yeah, I don't don't know how I'm placing these guys. I have no clue. I'm just going to fucking hit randomize and random number generator and just let it pick out everybody for me. 
With that, let's move on to news and or rumors. Yeah, actually, quick break. Quick break yeah. before news and, and or rumors. And we're back. Yeah. With news and or rumors. Yep. Um, WWE is expected to add a couple more matches to the Hell in a Cell card, and they'll be unannounced and just kind of thrown on on the pre-show or whatever. Okay. Um, Any rumors as to what they are? No, none whatsoever, just that they're going to add some. Okay. Um, The reason WWE didn't advertise anything for SmackDown until late was because they were rewriting the show up until the day before they taped it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they also say the Otis trial is the reason for all the chaos, and it was the top concern for the show. Triple H was also apparently brought in to help it yeah. out throughout the show or whatever. Um, Wrestling Observer also noted Rey Mysterio should be back wrestling soon. His tricep is almost completely healed back up, so nice. you can get him back. Um, and that Ring of Honor is looking to do their next set of TV tapings in December. Somewhere probably outside of Baltimore. Oh, um, that sounds dumb. So that'll be the follow-up to their uh, peer tournament that's running right now. Okay. So we'll see what comes of that. Um, um, are there any fans at the Ring of Honor stuff? Or no, is it there's just... nothing. Oh, okay. the, the announcers and the two announcers, the wrestlers, the referee. You don't even see cameramen most of the time. Yeah. And that's it. I don't think Quinn McKay's in the same location, but she opens every show. Right. And I don't, but I don't think she's physically there. It looks like she's just behind a desk at her house or something. Right. Okay. Um, I think we mentioned during the weekly recap of Dynamite, but just in case I forgot, or I'm sure we did, uh, Phoenix is being replaced by Penta L Zero M. Yeah, yeah we did. because of the injury. I, I thought we did. I but then I thought yeah. maybe it was just you and me talking about it, so yeah. I wasn't sure. Um. Fucking, I text you this. Teddy Hart has yeah. been arrested again. Again. Uh, this time, the charges include injuring a child, elderly, or disabled person, evading arrest with a vehicle, and possession of a controlled substance. Again. I really want to know the story behind this. So, yeah. Well, I thought he was still in jail. So. I thought he was, too. I don't know. They need Someone needs to help that guy. Yeah. Um... Or to keep him locked up if yeah. he, he's beyond that. Agreed. A big congratulations goes out to Nick Aldis, who has now held Sweet Charlotte, the NWA World's Championship, for over two years in, in one single reign. Nice. Not combined, just this reign has been right. over two years. Nice. Granted, COVID, he's not really defending it, but mm-hmm. he's still a champion, motherfuckers. Right. And then That's last, than I can say. last but not least for me this week, Jay White and Pro Wrestling Teased mm-hmm. raised $22,622 for Black Lives Matter Support Fund uh, nice. through a promotion that they were running over the last month or so. Yeah, twenty two grand. that's pretty solid. And they made it all as a one-time contribution to Black Lives. So, yeah, good times. Yeah. What do you got for us this week, BJ? Uh, Orange County health officials in oh, Florida... Yeah are investigating uh, both the Amway Center and Full Sail University. Uh, and the Capital Wrestling Center. And the Capital Wrestling Formerly Center. Formerly known as the yeah. Performance Center. Right. Um, they're all being, yeah, investigated, investigated for as COVID hotspots. Yep. So. Yeah. Um, so, I know everyone's probably wanted this forever, but have you ever just really wanted... 
stupid sexy Tanahashi's chest on your face. Yes. Well, now you can. They are making stupid sexy Tanahashi face masks um, that say go ace and it is a picture of his chest. On your face. On your face. So, yeah, they're uh, for sale on Shop New Japan. That's ridiculous. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maria Canellis, remember mm-hmm. her? Yeah. She's apparently writing a dissertation on uh, WWE's misclassification of professional wrestlers. I saw that. Um, yeah. And, yeah, this is coming a lot more quickly, especially, I think, since now how they're seeing wrestlers treated in AEW yeah. and how they should be treated and how WWE treats them. Yeah, it's kind of... Well, and I also think... You know, that having somebody as somebody in the more mainstream, like Andrew Yang, talking about this consistently. Right. He was just on Jericho's podcast right. this week. Like, I think that's helping the yeah. calls as well. Yeah. Because it's on, getting like, out to more. Because more than just too. us are hearing. And it's like you said last week, it's starting to get out of the wrestling bubble. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how it's ever going to get traction and right. make WWE changes for it to break us. Yeah. The, what, one and a half to two million of us that still exist? Yeah. Roughly? Right. So. Yeah. Um, apparently John Moxley likes to use blow darts in his backyard and makes Renee watch him like regularly. I saw a, (laughs) like joke artwork about that. I didn't Uh, know that was a real thing though. I thought that was just somebody joking around. No, she tweeted that. Fair enough. And that's why they drew that picture. Gotcha. Yeah. Fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, PJ Black. Yes. Yeah. He's a COVID denier. Oh. Yeah. He tweeted or Instagrammed something. Is that, I don't even know. Does Instagram call their things something? Grams? Grams? Instas? He, I don't he, fucking he, know. He grammed man. something on the Instagrams. I don't know. But they said there is no pandemic and saying it should be obvious that it's a, a lie and I don't know, whatever. So. It should be. There's that. And people are only dying off in record numbers from this hoax. Right. Anyway. Yeah, let's not get too deep into that. No. That's not Um, what we're here for. Arn Anderson said this week that uh, apparently the only reason David Otunga was ever kept on the payroll for WWE so long is because Vince wanted David Otunga's wife at the time, Jennifer Hudson, to sing the national anthem. Oh. Because she's won, yeah, Grammys and yeah. Oscars and shit. So, like, she's right. pretty popular. She's famous. People know her. Uh, Daga uh-huh. uh, has asked for and been granted his release from Impact Wrestling. Oh. So. Fair enough. Yeah. wonder where he's going. I know. So. Uh, um, United Wrestling Network, how they've been having that primetime show. Yes. They are going to uh, create... They're going to have their own championship now, world championship. And there's going to be an eight-man tournament to uh, crown said champion. Um, And so the first round, the competitors are Carl Fredericks is going to take on Fred Rosser. Okay. um, Which is Darren Young. Okay. Yeah. And then Davey Boy Smith Jr. is going to take on Mike Bennett. Okay. Uh, Peter Avalon is going to take on Chris Dickinson. Okay. And Watts is going to go take on Eric, uh, now going by Redbeard. 
Eric. Uh, oh, Rowan. Rowan. Yeah, Rowan. Yeah, and he's going by Eric Redbird. So okay, that will. Um, That's interesting. They didn't. I uh, didn't announce where it's starting. Yeah, they but don't fucking know. Yeah. So in the future. Yep. Um, and it's the future now, buds. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey is now the longest second, technically second, but the longest reigning women's champion combined of all In time. modern history, yeah. yeah. I mean, besides Moolah. Um, right. They brought like it 10, up. 10,000 days. Yeah. They brought it up on, oh, I forget what show it was, but they wouldn't mention her name. They just said there's only one other person that's had a longer reign than Bailey, and that was, you know. That's funny that that backlash from that long ago that most people probably forgot about is still yeah. something that they won't even talk about on TV. Yep. Good. I don't want to hear about her. Like, that's why we didn't even watch her match last time. Uh, I did have something else for news and rumors. Okay. You might still have it, but it kind of fits in with Moolah. Okay. Dark Side of the Ring, season three. Yeah. 14 episodes. Was that? I thought I saw 13. It's going to be 14. 14. Whatever it is. And the other seasons were like nine and 10 each. So yeah. that's going to be an extra long season, which yep. is dope. Yep. I am stoked about that. Yeah, me too. Ready to cry for Jake the Snake again. Uh, Serpentico mm-hmm. has signed with AEW. Oh, congratulations, Sammy. He has two contracts now. Yeah. Right. I didn't know. I thought he was already signed, honestly. Yeah. Nope. Until I saw that earlier in the week. What else you got for us, BJ? Uh, so I don't know who this is. This is mm-hmm. a guy named Alex McCarthy. Okay. Um, he said Mick Foley told him he had a meeting with Vince McMahon a few weeks ago and it was top secret and details will follow. Oh. Um, so rumor is it could be something with Hell in a Cell, obviously just maybe showing up. Right. Maybe he's the leader of retribution. Oh, he's the leader of retribution. Huh? Oh, he's the leader of retribution. Yeah, but like that secret leader. The real leader. The real leader. It was Vince all along, Mm -hmm. Austin. That'd be funny. It's always Vince. Uh, w- that's my yeah. theory. <clears throat> With the uh, recent, like, speaking out movement yeah. and all that the women had leaked recently, uh, WWE is now going to hold mandatory relationship counseling sessions so, yeah. for superstars. So, um, yeah, it's a good thing. Uh, that's Teddy Hart's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, did he get in trouble again? I don't know at this point. Um <laughs> I mean, I'm, st- I'm assuming he's still in jail from two days ago, but... Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they taped uh, Dynamite. There was Dynamite tapings last night, and... Um, uh, or this... No, Thursday night, because they always tape Wednesday, Thursday. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, live Wednesday. Right. Tape Thursday. Right. The next week. Anyway. Um... Apparently, Tay Conti and Abaddon had a match, mm-hmm. and Abaddon got injured and had to be taken to the hospital and oh. stayed overnight. So, oh, damn. Yeah. Hope she's okay. Yeah. Or well, Hope she's okay, but as long as she is okay, the funny part is, could you imagine, like, the nurses and doctors when they brought her in? Oh, <laughs> she's still in her gear makeup and makeup and, and like, shit, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> right. That would have so, been fun. Anyway. What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, dude. Um, after SmackDown last night, they ran a live Talking Smack episode. Okay. And Daniel Bryan was on it, and, um, he did say, like, in his mind, this is his last full-time run, 
which you've all kind of known already, mm-hmm. but he, I think this might be the first time he said it out loud. Yeah. So. I think it's been expected by a lot of fans. Right. Myself included. And the last thing I got, um, even though you guys are getting this on Sunday, uh, you can, um, all weekend, Friday through Sunday, um, Impact Plus, their, uh, app that has like everything ever TNA impact blah blah, blah mm-hmm. is uh free for oh, this nice. weekend so you can get like a little free trial and there you go check it out yeah all right so, yep well with that BJ's got some trivia for us this week BJ's gonna yeah. stump me on some bound for glory yeah totally because you're not getting this shit bound for the glory um, so yeah so yeah bound for glory is coming up this mm-hmm. is and I still haven't figured it it's out. It's coming up last think... night for you buds well, out yeah, there if you listen to this on day of release. True. And if you want to go hear our wants and wills. Uh, that's last week, and those are free in the bud guys. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Trivia. Uh-huh. So, I still don't know. Is, is Bound for Glory or Slammiversity the big shot? Both. That's what I don't know. I think it is kind of both. They're more equal than... It seems that way to me. Yeah. So, anyway. What year was the first Bound for Glory? 2008. Nope. Earlier. 2005. Yes. 2005. Bam. Um, who was the first match in Bound for Glory history? Fuck, there's no way. way. Um, I know. It's a fatal four-way. I'll I'll give you that. Low-key, Amazing Red, AJ Styles, and Samoa Joe. No. Did Samo- I get any of them right? No. Samoa Joe was in the second match. Okay. Um, Sanjay Dutt won. Okay. I know him. Against Alex Shelley, uh-huh. Austin Aries, okay. and Roderick Strong. I almost actually said Austin Aries. He was one of the names I was thinking of. Uh, and I threw Samoa Joe in instead. Let's see. And then... Was Samoa Joe the only guy I mentioned on the card? You probably don't have the whole card. I mean, I do. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. I'll just go through it real quick. Samojo took on Juice and Thunder Liger. Okay. One. Um, Diamonds in the Rough, which was David Young, Elix Skipper, and Simon Diamond, mm-hmm. took beat uh, Apollo, Sharkboy, and Sunny, Sunny Sayaki. Okay. Monty Brown beat Lance Hoyt. That's Lance Archer now. Yeah. For you buds out there. Yep. Uh, Team Canada... Which was A1, Bobby Roode, and Eric Young mm-hmm. took on three live crew, which was BG James, Conan, and Ron Killings, mm-hmm. which is dope. Yeah, that's a dope team. Uh, Petey Williams nice. beat Chris Sabin and Matt Bentley okay. for the uh, in an X, Ultimate X, X match. Okay. Yeah, for the number one contendership. Those were neat. Um, Americans Most Wanted, which was James Storm and Chris Harris. Mm hmm. Uh, with Gail Kim by their side, defeated the Naturals, which was Andy Douglas and Chase Stevens. Yes. And that was for the NWA Tag Team Championship. Okay. And then Rhino defeated Abyss in a Monsters Ball. Oh, he beat, Rhino beat Abyss, Jeff Hardy, and Sabu in a Monsters Ball match. Okay. AJ's, a lot of multiple man matches yeah. on this card. AJ Styles beat Christopher Daniel, Daniels. Nice. Um... In the 30-minute Iron Man match for the X Division Championship. Okay. Yep. And then the main event, main event was a gauntlet for the gold match. Okay. Ten man. 
Damn. So. Oh, wait, no. It was a, yeah, gauntlet for the gold. So it was 10 men. 10 men gauntlet match because Kevin Nash was supposed to face someone in the main event. Okay. I'm going to go through the 10 participants. Uh Uh-huh. You guess who won and then who they faced in the main event. Okay. And for what championship. Okay. 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 So the wrestlers in the match was Samoa Joe. Uh Uh-huh. And this is an order, too. I'll give you the, This is the entrance order. Samoa Joe, Ron Killings, Sabu, Lance Hoyt, Abyss, Jeff Hardy, Monty Brown, Rhino, Kip James, and AJ Styles. AJ Styles won? No. Oh. Samoa Joe won? Nope. I have no clue. Okay. Rhino won. Okay. And faced. Well, I'm guessing not Kevin Nash for the championship. No. Did he challenge for the X Division title? No. No. What other title was there? The heavyweight championship. That's what I said. The championship. Isn't that what Nash had? Yeah. Well, he didn't face Nash. Nash didn't have the championship. Well, Nash was the number one contender. Oh. That's why I'm asking. Who was the champion? Hulk Hogan. No. Oh, I don't know. Sting. Nope. Who else isn't there? McFoley? Was he there already? Or Christian, maybe? I have no clue. Should. Jeff Jarrett. Oh, okay. And what championship? It's probably the NWA, I assume. Yeah. Since the NWA tag titles were still there. Yep. Fair enough. Yep. Okay. Um, So, yeah, that was the first bomb for Glory. Trivia. And then, all right, and then I got a couple. A couple more. Okay. The year you got back into wrestling was 2013. Correct. What was the main event that year for Bound for Glory? James Storm versus Bobby Roode. No. AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle. AJ Styles, yes. Versus 2013, Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Bully Ray. Okay. Bully Ray was actually the Aces and Aids? Yep. No disqualification match. Yeah. So, yep, that was the main event. I thought he was done by then. All right. Yeah. So, and then, last one. Yes. What was last year's main event? We watched this show. Was it Blanchard and Callahan? It was Callahan. It wasn't Blanchard, then it was Cage. Yep. Yep. No DQ match. Also. Callahan won and became the new world champion. Mm-mm. Cage won this one. He won the next time. Then. Yeah. Okay. He won yeah. the rematch. Yeah. I thought this was the rematch. Yep. This is the first one. All right. Yep. With so, that, we're going to move on to Hell in a Cell one, Wills. Yep. Later today for you buds out there listening day yeah. one. BJ's going to get the card. We're going to want and will. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we won't. Because there right. won't be any more matches to talk about. Eventually. Let's see. There's only... A handful now. It's five or six. Five or six. One, two, three, four, five. But again, there's supposed to be some added, so... Yeah. There's only five announced, so... We'll see. All right. So, The Miz (coughs) takes on... Is going to take on Otis, and the winner gets the money in the bank contract. Want Miz, Will Otis. I think I'm going want and will Miz. Okay. that's going to play into my thoughts at 
Okay. With here in a minute. Gotcha. um, Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Hopefully Elias. Yeah. For the will and then or for the want as well. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Elias as well. Sasha Bailey, Hell in a Cell. I want Bailey. I think Sasha's gonna win it. Yeah, I'm wanting unwilling Sasha. Okay. I think. I want some Bailey. So I was thinking this before. Um, I want Sasha to win, and then the whole thing with Sasha, the rematch is really where it's at. Sasha can win a title. Right, she can't retain. She's never been able to retain. And what I want her to do is I want her to win this title, and I want her to win the rematch, and then... um, Lose it to the very next fucking person. No, no, no. (laughs) I want her to hold this title longer than Bailey. Okay. Like... Because I think Bailey's at 380 days. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So a little over a year. Maybe still Survivor Series next year. That could be neat. Yeah. Okay. And beat Bailey's thing. And then Bailey gets pissed off, comes back, and maybe we revisit this again next year. Right. Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, Hell in a Cell. Then it needs to end after this either way. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. That's definitely my one. <laughs> That's my one. Is they yeah. need to end this. I think Orton's going to do it. Okay. Um, but I'm going to say that McIntyre will. Okay. I, I'm i going to go one and will Drew McIntyre. I don't think he leaves the champion, though. I think The Miz does. I think The Miz cashes in right here. Could be. That's what I think. Okay. I think Drew wins to retain. And then Miz The Miz comes in, in skull-crushing finale, cashes in. What's your three? Yep. I think they should debut your finisher if that's the case. Or, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what I think. Okay. Like. And then what'll probably be the main event? Mm-hmm. Jey Uso. Jey Uso versus Roman Reigns. Hell in a Cell. I quit. And if Jay quits, then. He has to get in line or he's out of the family. Right. And his family's out of the family. Right. And I'm saying Roman won and will. Oh, yeah. And then I. I want and will Jay and Jimmy to get in line. Yeah, they're going to join. It's going to be a hill faction. Right. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I, it should be fun. Yeah. I'm that's agree. what I would think. Yep. So. Yep. And that's Want and Wills for Hell in a Cell. And with that, we'll move on to number 31, Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh, I get to go first this time. I watched mm-hmm. Chris Jericho take on CM Punk from Monday Night Raw in February of 2013. Mm-hmm. So it was a fine television match with a commercial break, like always. Yeah. Um... Chris Jericho and CM Punk wrestled a pretty good back-and-forth match. Punk did pick up the victory with the GTS at the end. Um, This was Punk coming off his loss to The Rock at the Royal Rumble, where he lost his record-breaking championship uh, reign to The Rock, who then just lost it at Mania and went away for a year. Um, And this was kind of the one of Jericho's runs. so this was right when I got back in. <clears throat> the thing I noticed is how much better Monday Night Raw was in 2013 compared to like you know, 2018, 19, 2020. Qualities really went downhill since then. Mm-hmm. Fans even seemed into it more back then too. Yeah. Um, Chris Jericho might be the hardest person on this list to place, to be honest. Right. Because... Like, if you look at every career of everybody on this list, he's number one of everybody we've talked about so far, all the way down to 31. Of that, there's no doubt. Of the decade, though, I mean, he had some good runs. He had some entertaining runs in WWE, but he never really 
you know, did much with him uh, other than helping Owens get even more over than Owens probably would have got on his own there. But then they kind of just did away with Owens, so it didn't fucking matter. That's kind of the downside with WWE, but I mean, he tore up the end of the decade with amazing run in fucking New Japan, even though it was only a couple matches. Fucking, when he blew everybody's mind by appearing at All In, even though he shouldn't have, and then fucking, because it wasn't feasible, because he was playing a fucking concert in, I don't know, Nashville, Tennessee, or some fucking St. Louis, Missouri, or I don't remember fucking where. He had to do the concert in the fucking Pentagon makeup. Yeah. AW World Champion. He was the first. I mean, that's saying something. I don't know. Like, I don't think he... I don't know if he should be number one of the decade so far. Mm -hmm. But God, he's got to be close. I mean, he's fucking Chris Jericho. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's really fucking... This is difficult. Yeah. Um, He's going to be up there. He's going to be in the top handful of guys, I feel. Yeah. What about your match, BJ? Alright, I watched Chris Jericho versus a debuting Daniel Bryan okay. from NXT nice. in 2010. Very nice. Uh, very beginning of the decade. Um, Chris Jericho was actually World Heavyweight Champion at this time. And they had, I don't know, a good 10 minute match. I think 8 to 10 minute match. Okay. Was how long it was. Um, Daniel Bryan was able, like... This is what I love about Jericho is even at this time, he's a world heavyweight champion. Of course he won. He won with actually put Daniel in like a true um, fucking walls of Jericho too, like knee on the neck. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, so he won to that, but Daniel got in some good offense. Like he looked really good. There was one spot. Daniel did a like dive through the middle rope and Jericho just grabbed him and twist him and just put him rib first into the, uh, announce table and shit, and it was dope. Nice. Um, but yeah, I just like the fact that yeah, he's always he's always wants to give to the younger generation. He's doing it right. Like, I mean, even like the MJF stuff right mm-hmm. now. Look what he did for Orange. Yeah, and Orange and um, even Jungle Boy. I was gonna say, and this whole faction that's with him, like, it's what he's doing. Sammy and LAX, right? X LAX and right. So, Taker. Um, and, yeah. So, yeah, match was excellent, though. Um, I imagine so. And as for my placing, I, for this list currently, I do think I have to put him at the front. Like, you know, as I'm looking through this and, you know, yeah, he was spotty here and there. But even seeing who's on here at the top, like, I mean, yeah, you know, I have Nick Aldis at the top of mine now. But, like... Really put Nick Aldis in front of Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho held, you know, the second pay per view in the decade. That's valid. He won the World Heavyweight Championship. That's valid. Like I said, it's hard. You know, there's a lot to think about here. I mean, there is. Luckily, and we've got a week to do it because right. we get to decide next week. Right. But then you got. I mean, you got a case for Kenny Omega, but Kenny Omega really didn't get popular until the second. Say, half I, of the I feel like Jericho belongs ahead of Omega personally. Right. And then, I know, but I'm just saying, like, contenders. Right. Like, you know, you got Kane, but Jericho's no, I see what you're saying. Jericho's going to be Kane, too, yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre, like, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think I need, out of this list, he may not end the list as number one. Right. Or even in the top three, or five, ten, even. I don't know. But, He's going to be somewhere, you know, towards the top of the list, though. You know that. He's Chris Jericho. 
I mean, I could see him going at 10. He's one of the like, greatest of all time. I think nine of the top 10, kind of, just looking at it now, nine of the top 10 probably deserve to stay in the top 10. Fair enough. Like, just saying. Right. I imagine so. But, yeah. Well, join us next week, buds, when we relist numbers 31 through numbers 50. We're going to lock in the last 10 after we do so, and then the next yeah. 10 will move on to the next round. Um, you can tell us who you think should be number one in the next group here. You can hear all of the previous countdown in the Bud Hives for free. Yeah. And you can tell us what you think at BudsWW on Twitter. Email to the Gmail at the same. Uh, and we're on Instagram. You can get me over at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S. Yeah. And you can get me at Beach 2004 That's B double E. A double E J two double zero. You got it. Leave us a five star comment, a like, share, subscribe, yeah. breakings, and ratings, and yeah, tell people. Also, did you tell them there's another hundred list in the Bud Kives too? If you go way back, that's true. It was you the top one hundred of all time, I think. Yeah, as of 2011. Right. So that's why we're doing this decade. Yes. So maybe yeah. we can average them. Maybe. I'm not doing another hundred like this though. I want to do something different. I want to do at least tag teams or women. Or I want to do something different after this. Or yeah. Promos or something change up. Yeah, maybe promos. It could always could be, be fun. Yeah, but then we go down the rabbit hole of watching hours and hours and hours of promos when we get to Ronnie Piper or a Macho Man. We dope. Bad, I was gonna say, is that a bad thing? No, <laughs> like, it's a good thing. Okay, I was just curious. <laughs> I said but, but that was the wrong okay. transitional word. Okay. So yeah, it's a good thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, tell us what you think, buds. Until next time, that's BJ over there. Ooh, that's Daryl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. No way. Good boy. Okay. So that we can make sound and that the sound is being recorded. Yes. Sound. Double sound check. Double sound check. <coughs> Checked. Yeah. We're making sound. I clear my throat. It's being recorded. It is. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. Because of it was. No one would hear us. No. <laughs> and then what would the buds do? I don't know. Not listen to silence. Maybe talk about this before. I think so. But yeah. Okay. I don't know. 140. This is 149. Plus, like, little butisodes and shit. Right. We're in the 160 somewhere. So there's been so many of these, I'm running out of things to say. Except, okay, go ahead. Whenever you're ready.